Good afternoon. Welcome to Somebody Cares podcast brought to you by the students from Cloverleaf High School's Junior Achievement. Somebody Cares is being brought to you from the beautiful campus of Cloverleaf High School. Enjoy the episode. Today's podcast is being brought to you from local bowling alley, Strike and Spare Lanes, local tax service, Give Me a Break, and local convenience and Exxon gas station, Pro Sam Unlimited. Strike and Spare Lanes is a local bowling alley just minutes from Cloverleaf High School. They are locally owned and operated by the Hoffman family. Additionally, Strike and Spare Lanes is the home of the Cloverleaf High School bowling team. The alley has 12 beautiful lanes and makes for a great family outing. Strike and Spare Lanes offers adult and youth leagues along with open public bowling. Visit them today. Strike and Spare Lanes is located at 301 Highland Drive in Lodi, right off Route 42. You can contact Strike and Spare at 330-948-1090 or by searching Strike and Spare Lanes on the internet. Contact them today for a fun experience. Welcome back to the podcast. Grace and Katie are here with Hope and Healing. Um, we're with Laura and Sarah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your mission through Hope and Healing? Well, Hope and Healing is this really cool nonprofit that serves both Summit and Medina counties. And we've recently rebranded ourselves as Hope and Healing. Some people might have known us as the Battered Women Shelter and Rape Crisis Center. We are still those things, but we go under the umbrella of Hope and Healing because that's what we believe all survivors deserve. So the Rape Crisis Center's mission is to serve survivors of sexual violence and make sure that they get the resources and the respect and the recognition and the help that they deserve and the battered women's shelter even though it says women in the title it serves all survivors of what we call intimate partner violence you may know that as domestic violence but that is open to anybody who is a survivor of that doesn't matter if the abuse happened last week last year 20 years ago we're here for you so you guys have a really touching organization and I know it probably has a lot of emotional you know ties with that. So, Lara, what do you do with the organization? Well, my position, I am on our outreach team. So what that means is I go out in the community and I tell people what we do. So this is my job. This is what I get paid for. But uh, I am what is called an outreach and education advocate. So my job is to not only educate the community about the service that is, services that are available to survivors, but also how we as a community, as people, can do better to make sure that we know that intimate partner violence and sexual violence is not something we accept within our communities. Uh, My particular passion is education. So I go into the schools and I talk about healthy relationships, how to talk about consent, skill building in the way of how to work out problems within your relationships, technological abuse, trafficking behaviors, different things like that so that people who are just starting out on their relationships can have the skills that they need and the information that they need to make choices about their boundaries and about their bodies early. And then, Sarah, what is your role? Um, So I'm an advancement specialist for the Battered Women's Shelter, so I do all of the fundraising and events, um, those types of things. Anything that government grants and other uh, foundational grants don't cover. Um, So a lot of grants require that the community match a certain portion of those grants in order for us to receive them. So as you can imagine, um, with two counties and two agencies, that we do have quite a bit of money that we need to make up from the community. So we go out with the education advancement team, and we kind of talk about the things the community can do to help as far as financial donations and in-kind donations.
emotions, that type of thing. And then you guys mentioned um, already that both men and women are able to use your services. Is there any other like specific um, requirements you have to follow in order to receive the services? We recognize that anybody has the potential to be a survivor of sexual violence or intimate partner violence. So our services are open to anybody. We also recognize that anybody has the potential to be an abuser, so we don't discriminate based on uh, race, gender, sexual orientation, disability, age. We are actually the only uh, shelter in the state of Ohio that specializes and has a, a specific like team and approach for um, domestic violence for elderly people. So we house the APS or Adult Protective Services hotline within our services as well. So what the requirements are for seeking our services are just being a survivor and calling our hotline and saying, I need help, and we will find you help. That's awesome. So you did say you had a hotline. How else can people contact you guys? Um, So we have the hotline for both the Rape Crisis Center, the Battered Women's Shelter, and APS. Um, We also have a website. It's hopeandhealingresources.org. On that website, you can find all those hotlines, any contact forms for if you maybe want to volunteer or you're looking to donate something um, or you're just looking to find out more about some of our services um, and therapy referrals and things like that. Um, It has a lot of great information on there. Mm -hmm. And additionally, we're active on Facebook. That's how we get out a lot of our information if we need baby supplies donated or if we have need for a toddler size to clothing donation or something. That's how we send out the word. And if we're doing events like this. Um, so if you go to RCC, which is Rape Crisis Center of Medina and Summit Counties Facebook, you can add us on there. And then there is also the Battered Women's Shelter of Summit and Medina Counties, and you can add us on there. So you guys have already mentioned um, various things that you guys offer to the community. Um, if there is a victim that wants to come into your facility, is there anything that you guys do, like, on-site? Well, we offer all the services. No, <laughs> we <laughs> offer a lot for a nonprofit. We do a lot with the with the little bit that we have, and that's why we rely so heavily on volunteers and donations and different things. So we run those hotlines 24-7. If you call at 2 a.m. on Christmas Eve, a real person will answer the phone and we'll be able to get you help. Okay, so we have somebody that's always on those hotlines. We also have shelter, which we have a small shelter in Medina County and the largest shelter in the state of Ohio in Summit County. Um, So besides those, we offer free trauma therapy. So it's not just therapists. These are specific therapists that focus Mm -hmm. on people who have lived through trauma. We do support groups for intimate partner violence, sexual violence, and also co-survivors or caregivers for people who have been assaulted or different things. Sometimes if your sister or your mother or somebody in your family has been affected, it not just affects that one person. We also do advocacy at the hospital. So if somebody is assaulted and they go to Akron General, which is usually where we recommend they go because they have a specific path center for sexual assault survivors, uh, we will send an advocate there to help them and explain the process and make sure that they have emotional support throughout it. We also do court advocacy. So if a person is filing a uh, uh, order of protection against their abuser, a court advocate can help them file all the paperwork and be there for them, make sure they don't have to see their abuser, that kind of stuff. 
and uh, we also do education and outreach, which is what we're doing now, going into the schools, making sure that we can do a little prevention work through education. And, um, yeah, volunteering and interning. So if anybody is interested in volunteering, seeing what it's about, learning more about this, we are always looking for volunteers. And when you get into college, if you want to intern with us, we will find a way to make use of your talents and skills. Yeah, last year we were actually visited um, by HUD, and they said that they, we were an example, our summit shelter, of what they would like all um, battered women's shelters to look like going forward. And part of the reason why that is is because if a survivor comes into shelter, essentially if they really didn't want to, they wouldn't have to leave shelter for a lot of our, mm-hmm. a lot of things. So before, um, in what we consider like your typical battered women's shelter, if you needed court services, you would have to leave the building. If you needed to go and get clothes because you fled your house, you would have to leave the building. If you needed to go to the hair salon, you'd have to leave the building. Clinic, that type mm-hmm. of thing therapy, etc. All of those things are housed within our summit shelter so that they need clothes for their family, food, court documents, anything like that, they can just do that right there. Additionally, that goes along with we have an attitude of being trauma-informed, which means that we don't put limits on the time that a person can utilize our service. And we also recognize that people who have been traumatized come with baggage. Okay. People deal with trauma in different ways. Some people turn to substance abuse. Some people are not ready for therapy right away. Right away. Once they come into shelter, they might not be ready to sit down with a case manager that afternoon. Maybe they just want to shower. Maybe they just want to make sure their kids are safe. And we recognize that and we provide for that. Additionally, if you are over the age of 18 and under the age of 61, uh, you can use our services completely confidentially. You don't have to give a name. You can go by an initial. You don't have to give anything about yourself to utilize our services. We are mandated reporters for minors and for elder abuse, but that's it. Awesome. So it sounds like you guys do a lot, um, and I'm sure tons of people are very grateful for you. Um, what's your favorite part about working with Hope and Healing? Um, I think my favorite part is just um, when you go out into the community and you're talking to someone. I was actually at a luncheon on Wednesday um, where you would think that, you know, your brain tells you that there shouldn't be anyone that's utilized. There are services at the table. And the woman next to me turned next turned to me and said that her daughter had utilized our services just a few months ago. Um, and so it's nice to know that you're really making a difference in the community. Yeah, absolutely. And along with that is uh, you you don't know how many people this affects until you actually sit down and, and sit next to somebody and say, oh, I never would have guessed. But it happens in every community. It's not a it, it, You can't look at a person and determine whether they're a survivor or not. Uh, it doesn't have to do with socioeconomic status. It doesn't have to do with race. It doesn't have to do with gender. You you don't know who's in the room. And that's also one of the big things that I love about education. Not only can I maybe give some tools to younger kids or people who might not have had the opportunity to talk about consent in school. That was never talked about in my health classes. I don't know about yours. And how to have a healthy relationship and what that looks like, how to talk to your partners, that kind of thing. Um So it's good seeing people retain some information because you can see when it clicks. But it's also nice because after those presentations, I often get people coming up and doing what we call a disclosure, which is 
telling a story about something that's happened to them or something that's happened to somebody they know or their friend or their family. And at that point, that's when the advocacy comes in because at our heart, we are advocates for survivors. So we do the emotional support and we connect them with the services that they need and make sure that they feel like they're heard and that they know that we believe them. The Emerald Group LLC is a tax preparation and accounting firm doing business under the registered trade name of Give Me a Break. They prepare all types of tax returns, including individual, C-Corp, S-Corp, partnership, estates, and trusts, and nonprofits. They are the largest tax preparation firm in over 600 square miles, with three full-time preparers and totally private consulting office. Give Me a Break is located just off the square in downtown Lodi. You can contact Give me a break at 330-948-9511, fax at 330-948-0604, or visit their website at www.emeraldgroupllc.com. Pay them a visit and get that financial weight lifted off of your shoulders. So you guys have also talked a lot about um, that you guys educate others about, like, not only your organization, but... um, what the uh, definition of like abusive relationships are or what is right and wrong so what are just some like words of advice or some basic things that you would you know like tell people why they should like come use your services well I think at the core is a lot of people, we we never talk about what is normal in a relationship. Like that's not a class they teach you at school. So your guide to what is normal is what has been modeled for you at home and what's been modeled through from pop culture and books and movies and TV shows and stuff. And whenever that's your guide, sometimes it gives you some really unhealthy ideas about what is romantic and what is attractive and different things. So what abuse comes down to in a relationship, what unhealthy behaviors come down to is power and control, okay? In a healthy relationship, you and your partner are equals. You respect each other and you communicate. In an unhealthy relationship, there is some type of power that the abuser has that they use to control their victim, Okay, so oftentimes we think of it as physical. Physical power is one thing, but physical violence is only in a small portion of abusive relationships. A lot of other types of violence are used, emotional violence, intimidation, making threats, different things like that. So, But what an abuser does is recognize that they have some power, which could be they have... um, They threaten to spread rumors about you. They are your boss at work. They have influence in your social circle. Some kind of power to make you do what they want you to do, to control what you can wear, who you can see, what activities you're allowed to do, how you feel about yourself and your sense of identity. Because emotional abuse is huge. Broken bones and bruises typically heal, but emotional scars follow you your entire life. And we recognize, and that's why our services are available. It doesn't matter if the abuse happened 40 years ago because those emotional scars are so heavy to carry. And it really attacks your sense of self-worth because an abuser can make you feel like you deserve the abuse. You don't deserve any better. You're ugly. You're not worth anything. And we're here to tell you that that's not true. That's something that is somebody trying to control you through manipulating your view of yourself. And then 
I can talk a little bit about consent if you would like. I don't know how much yeah. time I have left. Okay, so consent, the thing that you have to have in order to have sex, okay? Without consent, there is no sex. Sex without consent is rape, okay? That's the definition. But the easy way to remember how to make sure you have consent is you always want fries with your sex, okay? Fries is an acronym, okay? So F, freely given. That means nobody is making you do this. There is no consequence for not doing this activity or choosing to be there. You are voluntarily there. You're not going to lose friends. You're not going to lose your job or get kicked out of school or something. There's no consequence for not doing this activity. You're there freely. R, it's reversible. You can change your mind at any time, okay? You can text somebody and say, hey, I want to go make out at your house. Cool. You go to their house. You start making out and you go, eh, you know what? I'm not comfortable. My mind is somewhere else. I don't want to do this anymore. The action stops. You can change your mind at any point. I is informed, okay? We both know what's going on. My definition of Netflix and chill is the same as your definition of Netflix and chill. My definition of hooking up, same as your definition of hooking up. Okay? You're on the same page. You speak the same language. You understand. Additionally, if you agree to have sex with a condom and they don't use a condom, that's not informed. Or if they have HIV and they don't tell you that, that's not informed because you can't make an educated decision about your actions at that point. E is for enthusiastic, okay? Nobody wants whatever, okay, I guess if you have to, sexual activity, okay? Because that means that you've bullied that person into thinking that they have to do that activity. You want somebody who is equally enthusiastic to be doing that activity with you, okay? S is specific. You agree to a specific action. So if you agree to kiss somebody, that doesn't mean you agree to do more with them. You have to check for consent at each stage of the process. Okay? So fries is the basic thing, but you should be looking for more than no means no. You should be looking for yes means yes, which means positive confirmation that you have consent throughout the process. All right? And you additionally, you gotta be old enough to consent, sixteen and up in the state of Ohio. You have to be mentally capable of consent, which means you're not intoxicated, and you have to have no feeling like there will be consequences if you don't do that action. So hopefully you can take some fries out into the world and, and, and be a little better equipped. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you telling that because I know a lot of people may feel awkward um, mm-hmm. about that subject. And hopefully a lot of, you know, teenagers around our community are going to listen to this and even older. And yeah. hopefully, you know, they hear that and mm-hmm. they can apply that to themselves. And it, the thing is, it doesn't have to be awkward. We, we surround the idea of consent and sex with so much shame and so much privacy and make it hard to talk about but the more we talk about it it's a skill so the more you talk about it the less stigmatized it becomes and the more it's easy to talk to your partners and your friends whoever you need to have a healthy relationship with about where your boundaries are and where theirs are and how you can respect them I'm also glad that you guys talked about this because I know like a ton of people within our school like their parents aren't there to inform them and educate them so um, mm-hmm. It's awesome that you guys can maybe hopefully share that with them. Yeah. Hey, we do another service we provide is I have a multitude of presentations. So if anybody in the community or you guys are interested in bringing us into your school, we would be happy to do some more lengthy presentations like this. I always like to talk to high schoolers. I talk to you like adults because you deserve to be spoken to as people who have control over your bodies. And I think that is something that we need to put out as empowering as opposed to 
fear tactics. So. All right. Um, well, thank you so much for coming and talking to us, with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. us. Yeah. The local convenience and Exxon gas station by Pro Sam Unlimited is one of our sponsors for this podcast. Our very own Cloverleaf District schools feel all of our transportation vehicles at this Exxon gas station. At the convenience store, you can find a Mr. Hero where you can get your favorite sub. Pro Sam Unlimited is located at 417 Bank Street in Lodi, Ohio. You can contact them at 330-948-9815. Make sure to stop in soon for a great experience. Once again, we would like to thank our sponsors for this podcast, Local Bowling Alley Strike and Spare Lanes, Local Tax Service, Give Me a Break, and Local Convenience and Exxon Gas Station, Pro Sam Unlimited. Thank you for listening to Somebody Cares Podcast. Look for us in the future on most podcast networks.